everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Oh, you barely let me get it out. Because I, I wanted to make sure I didn't miss it. That's true. How are you? I'm good. Good. We have a lot of news today. All right. Lots of entertainment news, which I know you love. No, not a fan. No, I know. Um, so from the Disney Parks blog, <clears throat> they have a feature on Disney cast members and a historical tour of the Walt Disney Studios that they were given. That's right. A nice uh, little bonus for two employees, one from each coast, uh, who were able to take a tour of the Walt Disney Archives and Walt Disney Studios in Burbank. And uh, they did that, uh, well, recently. I'm not sure exactly when. But uh, they got to see the studios and the archives, which is something we saw on our uh, Disney Movie Insiders tour. And uh, the exciting thing is uh looks like they've added some Iron Man uh, suits in the Marvel lobby. Right. And we got to see our friend Drew Hayashida in the uh, pictures. Nice. Yeah. He must have given the tour. He did. He's a great tour guide. And he also, if you watch Disney+, Plus, gives the tour of Walt's office on the Disney's in- Disney Insiders show on Disney+. Plus. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, the Harmony Barbershop is going to be reopening this summer at Walt Disney World. That's right. This is the last part of Main Street that uh, has not yet opened, and that is the Harmony Barbershop. They're going to be opening their doors on July 31st. Uh, do you know they service approximately uh, 400 to 460 guests per week getting haircuts in the Magic Kingdom? I would have thought it was actually more. Would you? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you want to get a haircut there, you can begin making reservations on June 28th. Uh, and they also announced that Bippity Boppity Boutique will be reopening their doors in both Walt Disney World and Disneyland later this year. Okay. So no firm date, but we know it's coming. All right. Well, that's good. They didn't close them all down. That's right. Um, Disney has taken Rhino Care one step further. That's right. Rhinos are now part of the fitness craze. They're wearing activity trackers. <laughs> so it's really a giant Fitbit uh, that they have them wearing uh, so that they can track their distance and how much they cover walking and running around the savanna. And they're also using it to check their sleeping and nap schedules. That's pretty funny. So they're going to use uh, built-in GPS to see where on the savanna the rhinos like to spend their time. Uh, and they'll be able to see what popular, you know, what's popular to them and where they can determine, uh, you know, where to put their food, where to put the water that they can wallow in. Uh, so this is just part of their overall fitness plan for uh, rhinos. That's pretty funny. It is. Do you think it encourages them to move more? Maybe. Do you think it buzzes every hour and tells them <laughs> you're so close to your 200 steps? I know. It's time to move. Um, Disney Cruise Line is returning to, has already returned to Alaska. That's right. Uh, Disney Cruise Line is once again sailing to Alaska out of Vancouver. And um, they're there for 2022 and 2023 has gone on sale for next year as well. The, their seven-night cruises, uh, they visit ports like Dawes Glacier, Skagway, Juneau, and Ketchikan. So uh, if you're interested in a Disney cruise, feel free to reach out. And who isn't interested in a Disney cruise? That's right. You know, these days, with the pricing at the parks, by the time you incorporate the food, a cruise and a theme park visit are very comparable in price. They really are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and there's there's cruises. There's more expensive cruises and less expensive cruises. But I'd say if you choose one of the less expensive cruises, you know, a four or a five night on um, the uh, one of the, especially on one of the smaller ships, it's quite a bit less expensive, it I is. think, than a, than a Disney World vacation. Yep. All right. 
Um, there is a special feature here on how to experience Guardians of the Galaxy, which is going to be opening on May 27th. That's right. If you're going to be visit- visiting the Xandar Pavilion, you want to know how to ride Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. And that is at 7 a.m. on the day of your park reservation, you can enter a virtual queue. If you don't make it at uh, 7 a.m., there will be another opportunity at 1 p.m. However, you do have to be in the park for the 1 p.m. queue distribution. Uh, you can also be part of a virtual queue during extended evening hours. So if you're staying in a Disney Deluxe Resort a, or a D- Disney Deluxe Villa Resort or other select hotels, you will have the opportunity to join a virtual queue at 6 p.m., uh, on these evenings where they have the extended theme park hours. That's kind of cool. You do not have to be in Epcot to join that queue. And then the last way to uh, to ride it is to purchase your individual Lightning Lane entry. Uh, and we've talked before about how individual Lightning Lane attractions um, are separate from Genie Plus. There's usually one or two in each park. And uh, obviously in Epcot, it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I was under the impression that it wasn't going to be available as Lightning Lane at all for a little while. I guess I'm wrong. You are wrong. Yeah, that kind of, I don't know. That sucks. They need to give it like a month or two where it's just the virtual queue stuff. Gotcha. Well, you're not Bob Chapek. Oh, I wonder what they're going to charge for it too. Uh, I would say it's going to be very much like uh, Rise of the Resistance and you're probably looking at $12. I'm going to say it's going to be 15 Okay. I think it's because it's brand new. You couldn't get in on Rise of the Re- They didn't have that for Rise of the Resistance when Rise of the Resistance was brand new. That's true. Uh, right. Fantasmic dining uh, packages are returning to the Hungry Bear Restaurant and the River Bell Terrace. This is at Disneyland. That's right. As we know, Fantasmic is returning to Disneyland on May 28th. So you will be able to get dining packages at both the Hungry Bear and River Bell Terrace. Uh, they serve three course meals with this enhanced experience. Um, the Hungry Bear Restaurant also offers an uh, on-the-go package. So uh, you can get your meal, and then you can find a nice uh, vantage point to watch the uh, watch Show? Fantasmic <laughs> from. Yes. Well, actually, they give you a nice spot as part of the dining package. Right. Yeah. Uh, the water jets are now operating at the Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage. That's right. Uh, they're still uh, still on track for opening winter of 2021. Uh, now I say that jokingly. Um, but uh, we mentioned the other day that the water was being refilled in the lagoon. Well, it appears that the water has been, uh, water fill has been completed and the bubbles are now active in the lagoon. Very cool. And that is what simulates when you're diving and surfacing. Right. Uh, they have started the replacement of the pavement in on Center Street in the Magic Kingdom. That's right. We've gone across the uh, country to Florida now. And we mentioned the other day that they would be repace, replace, replacing the pavement or replaving, uh, <laughs> as I like to say, uh, on Center Street. And that has begun. They have ripped up a whole bunch of pavement. And uh, there's some dirt there and some cobblestone. Over at Tron Light Cycle Run in the Magic Kingdom, they have installed more of the railroad tunnel roof, and they're working on the walkways. I wonder what they're going to theme the tunnel as. Because you're supposed to be taking like a turn-of-the-century Old West train that used to go around the park. Maybe it's just going to be black. And all of a sudden, you're in the future. Well, maybe it'll just not be anything. All right. Or maybe they'll paint the inside like a Western. Oh, Maybe. Um, yeah, this is just, uh, you know, the tunnel's getting longer. The roof is going on. Um, it's kind of like a circular roof, like a Quonset hut yep. type of deal. Yep. yep. 
All right. That's all the exciting stories there. Let's head over to Epcot and talk about more tunnels. All right. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, over at the Germany Pavilion, the model train tunnels are being refurbished. And I like the fact that they've got scrim around the tunnels <laughs> and a whole bunch of like protective walls. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, we were there last week. Oh, well, two weeks ago now. Uh, very disappointing that the lower section of the trains, two of them were off the track, so they were not running. And two of the trains in the upper section were running, but they're just, they just each do a small loop on that upper section. Right, so they nothing. never came through the tunnels right. and never came down below. Right. And I just kind of wanted to like jump in there and put the train <laughs> we on all the track. Did. <laughs> because that's such a fun little part to hang out in. It is. And the, I think the disappointing part was somebody we were talk someone that we were talking to over there said that they had been by earlier in the day and they had been like that. And then they came back to see them fixed because all it takes is putting the thing back on the track and no cast members had been by to do it in, you know, whatever it was, three or four hours. Right. So that's that's a little disappointing. Um, I think the big news of the day is uh, coming out of Disney Cruise Line. They have updated their um, know before you go for cruising uh, to let people know about the test requirements. And what they've done is taken away the testing at the port um, unless you are um, unable to be vaccinated due to being too young. That's right. And uh, beginning June 7th, uh, you will have to provide your own test uh, 48 hours prior to your sale date. Uh, so that's out of your, the cost is out of your own pocket. Um, they will be offering it at the port, but you'll be paying and paying a pretty hefty price for yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's $79. And then, and that's just for like their initial screening one. And then if that one comes back either inconclusive or positive, then they do a secondary one. Uh, which is like $125. So, you know, all in, you're, it could cost you more than $200 um, if you don't manage to get properly tested before you get there. That's right. And all guests who are not vaccine eligible, if they are uh, ages four and under, they have to have proof of a negative COVID-19 test no more than three days prior to your sale date. It has to be an NAAT rapid PCR test or lab-based PCR test. They will not accept rapid antigens. Um Guests who are not vaccine eligible because of age are also required to take a second COVID-19 test, which will be paid for by Disney at the terminal prior to boarding. Which is what used to be happening. Right. Uh, fully vaccinated guests must provide proof of a negative COVID-19 test no more than two days prior to the sale date. Um, you can purchase that through Inspired Diagnostics or obtain a test from any independent testing supplier. Test results must be uploaded to the Safe Passage website by midnight prior to the embarkation day. Yeah, you don't have, there's not a big time frame. So two days before, so if you're cruising on a Saturday, um, that means Thursday. You need to, that's the earliest you can take your test is a Thursday. Right. Because if it's Thursday, Friday, and then your sale date. Um, and if you're supposed to have it up by Friday at midnight, it, it doesn't give you a whole it, lot of time. It does not. Especially because, you know, I've always, when you look at which tests you can get, it can be kind of confusing trying to match them up if you go on, like, the Walgreens website and try to choose the test. Mm -hmm. um, so the only one I know for sure is always the PCR, but that takes, that, you know, 24, 36 hours. It takes a little while, so right. um, it's a little bit dicey and worrisome. It is, and what happens if you get it up at, like, 12.01? You know, do you then have to pay when you get to the port? Then and now you're penalized. For, you've already paid for a test. You get it in late. Yeah, it's better than not cruising, though. The that thing that true. I like about um, the testing two days prior versus um, testing when you're at the port is it just gives you a little bit more of an opportunity to not be sitting at the port. Um, right. 
finding out that you've tested positive. Right. You know, you know already when you get to the port that you're getting on. Right. You know, you, you might be sitting there two days before or the day before. You still might not know. But um, but once you get that negative test back, that's it. You're getting on. Exactly. Much better than biting your nails the whole time you sit right. in the terminal waiting for your results. Yes, ma'am. All now, right. Now let's talk entertainment, your favorite section of the show. Ugh. Um, Hocus Pocus 2 is going to be coming to Disney Plus on September 30th. That's right. It's been nearly 30 years since we've seen the Sanderson sisters. And as Cheryl mentioned, on September 30th, we will get Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy and the Jimneys return. Uh, there has been no trailer, uh, but uh, the release date has been announced. All righty. And we also got a trailer for Marvel's She-Hulk. Uh, I think we mentioned the other day that it was going to be a 10-episode season. They've actually uh, shorted the season by one episode. It will now be nine episodes. And um, <clears throat> they did release a trailer, which is available on our Facebook page. And not only will we get um, uh, the She-Hulk, who is played by Tatiana Maslany, uh, but we will also get Mark Ruffalo as Smart Hulk, Tim Roth as, as the Abomination. He was the villain in the first Hulk movie. And uh, Benedict Wong as Wong. All right. Uh, will be uh, making appearances over the course of the nine episodes. So that's uh, that's kind of fun. Okay. Why don't you tell us what's going on with your friend The Rock? Um, the XFL has reached a multi has reached a multi deal uh, with. Walt Disney World. Well, multi-year deal. This is why I don't do... I don't know what any of this means. This is why I don't do entertainment stories. All right. So the XFL... I don't uh, even know what that is. Well, the latest incarnation of the XFL, which is a football league, uh, was founded by Dwayne The Rock Johnson and uh, Danny Garcia. And uh, they have now reached an exclusive multi-year agreement with the Walt Disney Company and ESPN to broadcast their games on a global level. Um, so this is a big deal. The XFL is going to begin play on Saturday, February 18th of 2023. They will have 40 regular season games, two semifinal playoff games, and then the championship. The games will air on a combination of ABC, ESPN, and FX. Okay. So it's football. I know you like football. You like the I sound like, of football. I like football in the fall while I fall asleep on the couch. That's... Really? You only like it in the fall? Well, I don't... in the summer, it doesn't fit. Okay. Right? True. Okay. Go ahead. All right. We also got a look at a Disenchanted, which is the sequel to Enchanted. Uh, there's a new photo out of Amy Adams and Maya Rudolph as the evil queen. Um, and uh, they have announced that um, that this movie on Disney Plus will drop on Thanksgiving. I'm excited for that. Are you? Yeah. Enchanted is one of my favorites. Okay. Um, Pixar has announced Elemental, uh, which is going to be released in June 2023, um, and they've got some concept art and a logo. What is Elemental? Elemental is going to be their uh, new movie, uh, which will come following Lightyear, which comes out this June. Uh, but this is a city where fire, water, land, and air residents live together, uh, and a fiery young woman and a go-with-the-flow guy will discover something elemental, how much they have in common. So it's about a guy who's essentially a water being and a girl who's a fire being. Uh, the concept art looks very much like uh, Inside it Out. It does, yeah. Similar drawing um, style. And the um, the poster yes. looks very similar also. Very, very similar. Um, so we will uh, we'll see more about this as uh, the months progress. The poster has those soul similarities too. Yes, it does. All right. What else have you got? All right. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. 
Uh, Echo, which uh, is a Marvel series on Disney Plus, has just begun production. Uh, Echo was a character in uh, the Hawkeye series. She right. was the uh, deaf character. Uh, so she is getting her own series. Um, and uh, that is due, I believe, early next year. So that's kind of cool. Um, Loki uh, is officially the top Marvel show on Disney Plus, and they will beginning their uh, they will begin production on their second season in the coming weeks. It was my favorite. I know you're very excited for uh, another season of Loki. I am. You are all right. Um, we mentioned well. God's got to be a couple months ago now that there there's going to be an ad based version of Disney Plus. Uh, and during the network upfronts earlier today, uh, Bob Chapek announced that they will not take ads for alcohol or politics okay. uh, because they want to keep Disney Plus uh, with some set of family values. Um, he also did boast that Disney is unrivaled and the most powerful force in the industry. I, I just, I kind of want to, I'm not a violent man, but just I would like slap to. Him. Uh, yeah, I want to slap him around <laughs> a little bit. Um, the latest issue of Vanity Fair. Uh, has a bunch of Star Wars folks on the front. Uh, Rosario Dawson, who we know is going to be starring as uh, Ahsoka Tano. Uh, Pedro Pascal from The Mandalorian. Ewan McGregor from Obi-Wan. And Diego Luna from Andor. Uh, so they had a large Star Wars story. Uh, and they mentioned some of the uh, release schedules and plot details for Andor. Uh, which looks like it's going to be airing in late summer of 2022. Okay. So that's uh, that's fun. I, I know you love your Star Wars, yeah. and that uh, that is the last of the <sighs> Disney news. So let's head over to Universal. All right, um, Halloween Horror Nights Express Pass is now on sale for the Universal Orlando Resort. Um, the ticket price has gone up a bit. Yeah, it's up more than twenty percent over twenty twenty one. Um, the Express Pass actually allows guests to skip the regular line at uh, each haunted house one time, plus the participating attractions. Uh, this uh, is in addition to your actual ticket to Halloween Horror Nights. So this Express Pass starts at $89, but depending upon the date, uh, it can be as high as $189.99. crazy. I mean, we complain about Disney, and I'm going to keep complaining about Disney, but, um, but that's crazy. Yeah. That's, I mean, you're looking at three, it could be $300 for one person for a night. Yes, it could be. That's insane. And that's just for that. If you've spent the day in the parks with right. the, with the Universal a Express thing. Pass. Right. I think you might have already spent $300. Oh, you probably spent $800 if you're there for a day with an Express Pass. And it, it, it's crazy. Yeah, they're very expensive. But in fun news, uh, there will be a uh, new section of uh, Halloween Horror Nights, uh, and that is Universal Monsters Legends Collide, um, which uh, is their uh, theme for this year. Okay. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. It's the first house in the lineup. There will be 10 houses. So they closed the Classic Monsters Cafe, but they're bringing the Classic Monsters back in a haunted house zone. Well, maybe it's uh, really only has pull for two months out of the year. Could be. Uh, the Pteranodon Flyers Pteranodon, okay. Uh, at Universal's Islands of Adventure is closed for unscheduled maintenance. Uh, this is one of my favorite rides there. Uh, it's a part of Camp Jurassic, and you can only ride it if you're with a child. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we have to find a reason a to bring little kids A child under a certain us. age. And apparently it gets like really backed up. That You can't use the Express Pass for it, and a lot of people really don't like it. 
Mm-hmm. But we had to do it once, and it was super we cool. Did. Yeah, it was. It's a sit down roller. Well, sit down roller coaster. You're ha- essentially. Well, you're kind of your ha- legs are hanging. Right. You're yeah. seated. Yeah. It's, yeah. It looks like hang gliders. It looks like you're flying on the underside of a pteranodon. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so they're hoping that the attraction will reopen by the end of May. So that gives them a couple weeks. All right. So get your children ready. The Orlando Fire Department responded to a possible hazmat situation at CityWalk. That's right. Uh, some team members uh, reacted to a cleaning material in an underground area, so they had to call in uh, the fire department to vent the area. Somebody spilled a bottle of bleach and right. they had to call in hazmat. Staff was okay. No one was injured. They started painting at the former site of the Groove, uh, possibly for a new escape room that's going in at Universal Orlando City Walk. That's right. The Groove used to be a dance club at City Walk, and we mentioned a few weeks ago that there is a good chance that themed escape rooms will be coming to the area. All right. And the Groove closed. uh, I don't know that it ever reopened after COVID, uh, but construction walls have been in place there since uh, November of 2021. And in some non-park news, what's going on over at Icon Park? Ah, uh, graduates can ride the wheel at Icon Park for free through June. That's right. Through the end of June, which is June 30th, uh, you can ride on the wheel, which is a 400-foot tall observation wheel. Uh, if you're a graduate, you can ride it for free, but you have to have a pay- paying guest. Um, the person who died, was that from the wheel or was that from no, some that was other? No, from the uh, free fall ah, experience. Gotcha. Um, but you have to wear your cap and gown Aww. in order to ride it. Now, a lot of high schools, you rent your cap and gown. Oh, I so guess. So it makes it a little tough to ride the wheel. What? Yeah. I don't know. But but if you're a graduate and you're in the Florida area or you're going to be in the Florida area and you want to bring your cap and gown with you, your ride on the wheel will be free. You rent your gown, but you don't rent your cap. People get to keep their cap. Well, it says you have to wear a cap and gowns. So well, you, you wear a cap and a cape. Oh, that'll work. Capes are so jaunty. <laughs> Uh, Do you have any final words? I don't. All right. So until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.